Mood.tv That gets cut out. Never. <laughs> that will not make the episode. Definitely. Definitely not. But I will say, welcome to Let Me Ask You a Question, the podcast. Here we are a couple weeks in a row. I am the host and producer, EJ5000, welcoming you, all those listeners. We have with us, as usual of late, the Greg man <laughs> Yeah, that's me. I'm here again. This is like five, I think, maybe? Five, six? In a row? Might as well be 100. Let's just say you've been here from the beginning. Yes. And we also have very, very special guests. Thank you so much for being here. Sean Arajo. You got it. I'm Sean the Ska Flutist. That's my new brand. Oh, I love it. The Ska Flutist. Coming at you. You've pivoted from Sean the podcast musicer for other <laughs> things. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to be a little bit more specific. And my name's hard to pronounce. And, you know, I'll just lean in. It's what I like the most. It's not that difficult, but I have fallen victim to it. What do you mean? Oh, my name? <laughs> First and last. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, definitely not playing flute. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mess with that. But Yeah, I mean, and I don't blame you. There's that W in there. It just really doesn't even need to be. The J is elusive. Well, on that note, we are now at our 209 episode. 239. 239. And I have to say, I don't think we've brought this up. We have over 25,000 listens. So thank you, listeners. Nice. Now, don't do the math on that. But (laughs) thank you for all those who are listening. It's pretty cool. We have 25,000 listens. But the question this week is going to be kind of a fun one. It's, it's It's not a multiple part question, but it's a multiple answer question. B, final answer. (laughs) Show me potato salad. Canceled. (laughs) So what I want to know is, have there been things in your life that once you have experienced it, you no longer wanted to experience it? So to elaborate, this could be like a meal. You had this meal, you loved this meal, now you no longer like this meal. Or an event that you went to, you were all in on this thing, but there was this one pivotal moment that turned you on this thing forever. Or at least made you second guess ever doing it again. Well, the food thing, I mean, I think is it brought a few things right to the forefront. The first is a fun story, and probably almost all of these are going to be college stories because, you know, it seems to be the time for them. But my friend Pat, let me tell you about my friend Pat. He's been on a couple episodes of Not Movies, so if you want to go listen to the Pat and Michelle episodes, you can get a taste of Pat. And uh, we probably told this on one of them, too. But Pat was just, like, talking about how he loves peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and we, like, went to the campus store or whatever and bought peanut butter and jelly supplies, and he's like, oh, I bet you I could eat a whole loaf of this. And... We're like, no, you, I mean, no, you can't. And obviously that was what he had to try that night. So he made this, sand- well, we helped him. He made the sandwich called the Pat and he did it on my dorm room floor. We like laid out napkins and it was a whole loaf of peanut butter and jelly with peanut butter and jelly between every single slice. And he really globbed it on there. Like he didn't want to, you know, he didn't want anybody to say like, you didn't put enough peanut butter and jelly on there. He really, <laughs> he, he did it up. And, uh, so he's sitting there and like he he tried to get through it and he made it he made a valiant effort but this isn't one big mega sandwich he made oh yes one sandwich it was one mega sandwich okay yes yes it was he squish it way down so, I mean but I was gonna say how do you consume it he used forks and a knife okay and also like eventually started just tearing like chunks off and and eating it with his hands okay he tapped out and then 
a couple of us tried to like finish it for him, you know, like take one for the team. But by the time we got to it, like the middle was really soggy and the crusts were all hard. And he had, they only had, they had two jars of jelly at the store. And he was like, I better get both in case I run out. So there was a mix. Like, first of all, he used over a jar of jelly for (laughs) one. And there was some grape and there was some strawberry and it was really not a great mix. And by that time it was all goopy and sharp. The edges were gross. And, and it was a long time till I wanted to eat a peanut butter and jelly after that at all. And you didn't even do the eating. I ate some of it. Yeah. I tried to eat some of it. I mean, you ate enough off of his back. That it was too much. So I can that, just imagine Yeah, him. it was quite a while. And still like a triple triple decker one. I don't really I don't really want that. <laughs> but there was another time where, you know, I thought I maybe could do the pat myself and I also tried it once. On a different occasion. After though, but like you knew you you knew you didn't even like some of the pats. See, and then I you thought, still tried to do your own pat. I thought Pat put too much jelly on there. Pat went into a sugar coma. If I put a reasonable amount of jelly between every slice, I'm good. Fair assumption. I wasn't good. But I did have enough committed friends in the room who were able to finish it. So my pat at least did get finished, but I didn't finish it. So that's why it's not called the Sean. It's called the Pat. Yeah, for now, unless someone else finishes it. I love it. I, I've grown to like peanut butter and jelly again, though. I, I do. I do appreciate it. Yeah. Just not a triple decker. It's not my favorite. <laughs> and you think twice. Like, you cannot not think about that moment. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's a good one. That's good. Just one follow-up question. Is there any milk involved? Is there any dipping or any, you know? Uh, no, he wasn't dipping at all, and I don't believe he had milk. I'm sure he had some sort of liquid. Um, It probably wasn't milk, but it could have been. Man. And I don't remember yeah. if I did either. I, I probably had water, but not milk. I'm not sure. That would have really made it made it better. <laughs> maybe I was prepared. I, I can't remember. But the amount of milk you would need to drink while drinking the or while eating the pat would not ultimately, I think, would be detrimental to eating. Maybe like you could save it for the last final stages just to kind of help it. Yeah. Or just if you like are starting to choke on like a, an extra chunky piece of peanut butter or something. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking of it two ways. One, like if we're going to do like the Nathan's hot dog challenge. Mm-hmm. You will be dipping it and throwing it in quick because that's that's how that goes. But also I'm thinking like it's kind of neat and weird. I could probably I'm feeling like I could do it. I could eat the peanut butter and jelly full loaf. But if you said eat a loaf of bread right now, there's no way in hell I could eat a loaf of bread. You know what that means? That means you can't eat a loaf of peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Totally. I know. It's bizarre. It's like if I add something to it that'll make it harder to eat, I think I can do it more successfully. And I think that's probably life. But you know what? I think you live alone right now. And I think it's probably the time to try it. (laughs) I have to tell you, I did it last night. Okay. And that was my snack before I ate my regular dinner. Yeah, I did the the whole the whole sack of ramen challenge. I I, I ate the whole case <laughs> and then came up with this question. <laughs> Greg, man, do you have do you have something food or, um, or food? I mean, the, re- the only the first one that came to mind. I feel like I gotta find something that isn't food or beverage related. But the first one that instantly came to mind was uh, a, one of my first college visits when I was in high school and visiting friends. And uh, I. <laughs> It had nothing to do with this is not the thing that made me sick, but I ended up getting a stomachache from eating Burger King on the way to the college. Um, Therefore, I was in the bathroom for like the first half hour that we got of our visit. So when I came out, everybody had already started drinking. So I'm like, well, now I got to catch up. So I proceeded to funnel gin and fruit punch. Uh, I think I did two 
funnels of that combination uh, and then threw up off of a balcony. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I was still able to, you know, boot and rally that night. I, yeah, I, I was young, so I was like, yeah, let's do this. Was there anybody down at the bottom of the balcony? Thankfully, no. Okay. But I did notice the next morning because it rained that night, so it was nice. I didn't have to clean up. Nice. Mm. And I did notice that, like, some. I, I think I had my stomach acids and everything else and the alcohol had definitely chipped some of the pavement of that back balcony area <laughs> oh shit i threw up a balcony once but i was a kid and it was church Ooh, yeah that's <laughs> totally different wait were you like where the pipe organ is and you you onto people's heads or what i don't think i hit anybody but i i could be making that up <laughs> excellent this was at least an exterior balcony where it was uh, you know like that's, not, that's nice there was some men and then grass inside the church that's the lord's puking right there <laughs> Given, uh, yeah, all the glory to God. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I know I, I, like, same as you now, like I can have like a gin and tonic. Um, but for the, I wasn't even in college yet, but for the entirety of my college career, I could not drink gin, smell gin. That's a pungent one too. I mean, it's like you're drinking Christmas trees. Yeah. yeah I definitely could not drink gin for a while. Now, yeah, like I said, I like, I like a gin and tonic. That's the first thing that came to mind. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but I'll have to, I'm trying to, again, I'm trying to think of something not food related. So we're going to do things a little bit differently as we do, because I'm not host Anthony, wouldn't want to be. I'm me. That's, I gotta be me. I'm going to take that out. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wow. Embarrassing. I might leave that in. Still embarrassing. So a thing that I have done that isn't food related is... I have two different size feet by like a lot. My left foot is about a size and a half bigger than my right foot. And I believe, though I don't have any proof, that is because I played soccer at a young age and I might have broken the growth plate in my right foot, which is my dominant foot, or I'm a freak. One of the two. It's noticeable. I may or may not post a picture on Instagram. Greg may or may not post something on TikTok this week. So. <laughs> oh, yes. We're getting on feet talk. <laughs> Shots fired. that being said i played soccer from a very young age all the way up until uh high school and i had to buy a cleat for my bigger foot which is my left foot which is my non-dominant foot because you can't buy the smaller foot because the bigger foot wouldn't fit Mm -hmm. and so i would be playing soccer and i would go to kick with my dominant foot the foot that i kick with and i would kick the ground and just over and over get like stub toes or mess my foot up i can attest that when you fixed it you got significantly better. Yeah, so what I had to do was I went and I had to go buy two pairs of cleats. Like, I, I tried to buy one pair of cleats and switch them, but they would always check, So because ultimately they do that. But I, I started buying two different size cleats. So the one cleat would be a size and a half smaller for my dominant foot, and then my non-dominant foot would be a size and a half up. But I got to say, like, it was still very, I was very shell-shocked. I was like, I, I just didn't feel the same, and I had to wear that off. Like, it took some time, like Greg Man was saying. I, eventually, I got back there, but it took a long-ass time for me to be brave enough to swing through with my smaller foot, thinking that I had a shoe that actually fit it. Interesting. So, yeah, kind of a weird, neat thing. And then now, uh, you know, I'm 37 years old, and I I notice it whenever I walk a lot. It's not like I always like to think of uh, in olden movies in the olden days. They always show like a guy walking in the desert, and they say that like if you walk in the desert in a straight line, you end up going in a circle. And like my ass would go in circles and circles and circles and circles. Like <laughs> I would be doomed in the desert. Do you wear two of the same size shoe nowadays? Or do you still buy two pairs? 
No, yeah. I mean, if if it wasn't for soccer, I wouldn't have ever done that because okay. now it's just it's fine. But I, I definitely notice it in my gait, and I definitely have hip issues on one side. Mm. So it's definitely like a thing, but it's not like debilitating yet. I'm sure in another twenty years, I'd be like, I really should have figured that out bought two pairs of shoes cut the toes off your left foot yeah if that would even help i mean we're really talking about just leverage you know my legs are this apparently the same height so i Mm. i I don't know the solution maybe to put like a plastic extender in the shoe to fill it out or something but that's certainly something that i was like i stubbed that toe for the last time and i was like no dj we gonna get some different cleats (laughs) Changed the way that I thought about kicking from then on. But very, very unrelatable. Very unrelatable. <laughs> Super unrelatable. I mean, you could have just Googled. I mean, at the, at the time, the internet wasn't quite as great as it is now. If it were, you could have just found that other person in the world who had the exact opposite problem as you with the exact same size feet. Married them. <laughs> Not married them. Just, just, just signed up for like, hey, when you buy a new pair of shoes and you buy two. Just send me the left, I'll send you the right, and uh, we'll be good to go. What if they're a tap dancer? <laughs> and they get a cleat and you get a tap dance Then shoe. EJ gets one tap dance shoe at some point. <laughs> and that guy's got one cleat. And he might create a whole new form of tap dancing because you got a, a ticky-tacky on one side, but then you got all them cleats on the other side making all kinds of noises. They're going to come up with worse names for soccer players if he's out there in a tap shoe. <laughs> come on. <laughs> you can't get much worse. And only in America. Don't you ever speak poorly on soccer. It's true. I'm not going to come up with the names, but somebody <laughs> is. <laughs> I like Greg's world too, where like I can log into iWeb TV and my dial-up modem back in <laughs> 1990, right. whatever, and somehow find your AOL CD in. Just go to every. <laughs> it somehow find like a tap dancer with one smaller foot that happens to be the left foot. Go to every chat room in GeoCities. I don't think my odds would be good now with the full-blown internet, let alone back then. Whenever I had to wait 20 minutes to dial up. Really, really, from the guy who is in ridiculous deep dives of Reddit, I bet you you can find somebody on Reddit within a week. Well, you know what we can do? You can post it on our TikTok. (laughs) On that note, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back, and we have more after this. And I hope you did take some time to think. No cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Are you doing, like, slam poetry? <laughs> I, I just came back from Hell PA, so I had some hot cha 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 And we me, cut them off perfectly, so it's good. Greg cut me off. So thank you, Sean, for that song. What was that song that we got to listen to on that break? Uh, that was a little bit of The Field of Hopes and Dreams from the game Deltarune, which I have never played, by Toby Fox, who made the game and the music. 
Also, famously, he made uh, Undertale. Undertale. Yeah, yes. which, and again, uh, not to, to nerd out here for a second, but he programmed it and did all the music. So, you know, one-man show uh, in the technology field, which is kind of awesome. And you're the one-man band with this song. Yeah, and uh, the and that both of those games, like, really were hugely popular and both have really good music. I've had students request to learn his music multiple times because uh, it's good and those games are must be too uh, but this was one of the projects uh last last the end of last school year i did like a series of listening parties for my students and their parents and we made recording projects and we uh arranged this for one of my students and he didn't end up playing it so i figured we had the arrangement it should be out there so i just did a video of it and i added the beatboxing he wasn't originally going to do that but uh it worked nicely and was difficult to put together that's awesome. And along those lines, Sean, a flautist, an, a multi-instrumentalist, I want to talk about two things real quick before we get back into our question. One, your TikTok. I'd like to talk about your TikTok because it's amazing. And also it, it leads into this. Let's, let's, let's have TikTok talk. I'll, I'll step away. <laughs> but it leads into our second thing, which is how you're promoting yourself, your your quote unquote brand, if we're talking about marketing and, and your lessons. So I, I absolutely love your TikTok. It's super fun. And it's it's super honest. It's, I think it's a good reflection of who you are because you're an awesome, amazing, fun dude. So I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, thank you. I let myself get a little bit more silly with it than I've kind of let other let out on other other platforms because it just feel. I guess because I started from like more scratch. Like you know what I mean. It wasn't. It didn't start with like a bunch of my college friends who aren't my fans in any way, but happen to be connected with me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. So it kind of felt more natural to kind of just like be performing for a random audience. When I was younger, I used to just love to go talk to strangers and say dumb shit and get a weird reaction. So it feels kind of like that. I could see the fearlessness there, which I think is awesome. And especially as a person, you know, we're in our 30s. It's it's hard. We're not teenagers anymore. So I think it's really revealing what you just said. So I again, like kudos to you for making this super fun, accessible, but also I'm seeing who you are. I think it's super cool. I appreciate that. And again, it's a sales tool to... To your lessons, which you you teach, and you're a wonderful teacher. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the goal. But you know, it's also fun and just getting people to hear even snippets of my music, or you know, I don't know. It's it's interesting and getting input and having different people collaborate with me. A couple of people have done duets with uh, my my videos and stuff, and that's been interesting to see. Like, take it in wildly different directions, and uh, I think it's cool. Um, and and I I've recently changed my my name on there to the scoff flutist for two reasons one because you know branding i guess is my reason and two because then people will fucking stop asking me if it's flutist or flautist either way you good <laughs> it's flutist but yeah no i get that question a lot so maybe that'll clear things up but also yeah i think i'm just gonna try to start focusing on it and uh yeah We'll see. Well, we will definitely share the links to your TikTok, but also... Cool, yeah. How about we plug your website real quick, too? Because, again, it's a, a means to an end. I'm glad you're feeling creative in this this awesome new space. Greg is, like, really... He's He's been like, EJ, please, let me let me go on TikTok. I'm like, no, Greg, you you better wait. I want you to hold off. See, I, that's the thing, everybody, to our five followers. I've been wanting to post these videos, and EJ just has been just... 
tightening the reins on me, and I'm, I'm like, I'm a peacock chief. You got to let me fly. <laughs> He's a real gatekeeper. If it's not perfect, Greg, man, I want you know, if it's not Scorsese level or above, you know, we need some John Nolan scripts or not John Nolan, Chris Nolan, John or Chris Nolan, John Nolan music, Chris Nolan scripts. It's not right yet, so you better work on it. Got a little Leslie Neeson going on here. Some, exactly. <laughs> Let's hear TikTok again and your website where we can we can take lessons from Sean for uh, almost anything. Correct. I would do flute clarinet saxophone piccolo ukulele songwriting composition and that's sean arajo.com s-e-a-n-a-r-a-w-j-o.com nailed it and there will be links everywhere that there are links so click on those links and go to places where the links are and right now i'm actually offering free trial lessons so Ooh. if you hear this and you think like this guy seems weird i don't think i don't think i want to learn music from him but i really do want to learn that instrument you know give me a shot or if you're like you know i i think uh, i could really excel at the flute but I've always been afraid, and I need somebody who seems kind of weird to teach me. Then that's me. But I'm also a professional, and I have a you know master's degree in flute performance, and have taught at at New York University. And uh, you know, I'm I'm the real deal too. Nice. Do you teach the three hole Cozumel Mexico bought from a street person lessons? Uh, yeah, but it, I charge double for that. <laughs> Let's hear it, Gregor man. What do you got? <laughs> That's great technique. They want me to go down to Colonial Williamsburg and become a fife instructor, but I don't really know how to play it yet. Ooh. Nowhere close to there yet, but... Yeah, I like it. We could duet those two. I mean, no, we can't. Uh, EJ's not letting me post things on the same time. <laughs> don't be afraid to take lessons. It's called playing music. It's not called working music. So just take that chance. Get that free lesson from Sean. See if it like works for you. Because it's yeah. it's supposed to be fun. Doesn't matter what age you are. I know Sean is probably the same way. We're not here to judge you. We're here to like share our love of music. So reach out to him and learn something new today. And my lessons are all online, so it doesn't matter where you are. And don't feel like you're taking advantage. Like if you if you're pretty sure you don't want to take music lessons, but you think taking one lesson with me might be fun, let me know because maybe you'll be wrong, or maybe we'll just do it. Yeah, go for it. It'll be fun. Hey, Sean, I, I might do that, but I can assure I, just because you got free lessons now, I might take a free ukulele lesson only because I have one. Yeah, and I think that's the only instrument off of your list that I own. Yeah, Sean's a drug dealer. He gives you the first one for free. You get hooked, and now you go, now you're like, I need that ukulele. Yeah, I need it. You gonna be in the back alleys sucking dick for ukulele lessons? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't expect myself to go there, but I did. But anyway, did. speaking of sucking dick for ukulele lessons, <laughs> you guys have anything else that really turned you off after you had it for that one that one that one last time? Yeah, this is a this is a pretty good segue because I'm going to go a little bit blue for my second segment. Um, and, and it is partially food related, but I, I came up with another college story and and I've got to, you know, give a quick shout out to uh, my good friend from college, Eric Thornhill, who passed away this past year. Both of these stories involved him as well. And that those were some of the best times of my life. So shout out to Eric. I don't eat salami anymore. <laughs> And it's because one time we were just sitting in the storm room and it wasn't even a party. It was just like we were all hanging out. And me and my friend Eric, I remember it so vividly. He was just like sitting on the floor next to me. And this girl just kind of out of nowhere flashes us and like faces towards both of us. And we just like looked at each other and looked at her and then like, 
I don't remember what happened after that. I think we either like <laughs> left the room or it was really awkward or we laughed, but I don't remember. But her nips looked like salami. The, the nips turned you off of salami. Yes. I get that. I, yep. So the nips were not nice, I'm guessing, judging by the comment. It depends where you go. Because I could see that making you only liking salami. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No. No, no salami. AJ's like, same story, different result. <laughs> it could be. So how about... I mean, you know what? I'll let's get that, into it. Capicola. I'll eat an Italian sub. You know, I'm not going to turn that down, but I'm not going to order a salami sandwich. <laughs> what about a summer sausage or a capicola? Is it just salami? It's very specific meat. What is capicola again? It's kind of like salami. A <laughs> little bit bigger fat molecules in there. No, I'm not. I don't want that. Or does it come down to the size of the piece of lunch meat? Give me like ring bologna and give me like a little hunk of it. I'll eat that all day. So you can still do some lunch meats. You'll still do like a nice ham. Oh, for sure. I eat a lot of lunch meat. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to take that free segue into lunch meat. And because, again, I my second one went to food as well. Because I just I know there's other things out there, but the food one just gets me. So I grew up not eating cold cuts, period. Okay. Um and you ate like what real food well they were yeah. supplied but greg was a picky little bitch <laughs> yeah i i just I, okay okay i'll just say way down the line i just realized i don't really like cold meat like i don't like taking things out of the refrigerator and eating them like if i have chicken cutlets i have to warm it up like that's just and then it finally dawned on me at an older age like oh i just don't think i like cold meat then all of a sudden i took a roast beef sandwich put it in a friggin oven for a little bit and it's delicious and things like that mm. but i grew up not eating cold cuts and there was a winter trip. Uh, my, my parents used to take me and my brother and any number of friends that we had to Vermont for like a snowboarding trip every year. And one of those years, my brother and his friend, the Rooch, decided they were going to pin me down and shove your favorite, apparently, bologna in my face <laughs> and try to get me to eat it. And like, you know, since then, I've come to learn that bologna is a lot like a hot dog, probably. I'm sure if I put like bologna in a pan and heated it up and ate it, I probably would like it. I've never tried that, so I don't know, but maybe. I don't want to go go near a piece of bologna ever since it was attempted to be shoved in my mouth and down my throat. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that makes sense. That's a pretty visceral sense memory you've got there. Yeah, and my other thing is it's like any number of other cold cuts, I might have just stomached it to stop the experience. But bologna is where I drew the line. Your body rejected it. My, my eyeballs rejected it. I was like, I know that that stuff comes in a little sheet and I don't, I don't want it. I used to really like bologna when I was like in elementary and middle school. And then I, I don't know, I just got turned off to it. But it wasn't a specific thing. It was just gradual. I think I just ate too much of it and then maybe realized how far from real meat it is. Mm -hmm. See, I like going back to the Ghostbusters. When Ray is going through Dana Barrett's refrigerator because she had the ghosts in there. And he's like, oh, oh, and she's like, what? And he's like, people actually eat this stuff. And it was a package of bologna. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, bologna. Just uh, so just a bunch of bologna. <laughs> it's just a whole pile of bologna. It's just a bunch of, what a bunch of bologna we had to deal with today. It's huh, a, it's, it has been a very bologna filled day. I dealt with more bologna today, man. You don't even know. <laughs> You might not like bologna anymore. <laughs> I, you might not have already. I ruined chocolate for a few people. And I know no, that's... <laughs> that's the fun part is you didn't ruin it for yourself. No, you ruined it for no some I other ruined it for people. a couple other people. I should say I, I ruined like Hershey's chocolate for a couple people because I introduced them to like good Swiss chocolate. And they were like, I can't believe what 
this is doing to me right now. I'm never going to be able to go back and like eat a Hershey's chocolate bar because it's trash. So can take credit for that. What'd you do? I just uh, give them good chocolate. And they were like, this is a revelation oh, to me. That's the whole story. Maybe that's a testament to myself. People can give me like really good shit. You know, like you can have like the best pizza in the world or whatever. Yeah. And I'll be like, this is the best pizza in the world. But then I'll still go home and order a Domino's. Yeah. Pizza is one where it's pretty much good on all levels. Yeah, but I mean, even like, I mean, shitty microwave chicken nuggets, like, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things out there that are a lot better than what I can eat and do eat, but it doesn't take away from uh, that. And I, even that, I'd be like, this is amazing chocolate. I will never have chocolate like this. However, Hershey's may not be as good as this, but it's, but it's Hershey's. So like, you know, like it for what it is, man. Be fair. I see your point there for sure. And I think, you know, we, we, we've talked a lot of trash on, on a lot of lunch meats this episode, but <laughs> A good example of kind of what you're talking about is like the humble hot dog. The humble hot dog. It's trash, but sometimes you you just hear it or you maybe there's a whisper off in the distance or you see somebody eating a hot dog and you're like, uh, uh, I don't know when like a clock starts and you're like, all right, I'm not sure when, but like next time I have the opportunity, I'm going to probably want to get a hot dog. You know what I won't ever say? I want a ballpark Frank because those things suck. I, I, I'm not enough of a connoisseur of hot, different hot dog brands to agree with you or disagree, but uh, I trust your judgment. I'll give you a good boar's head and I'll give you a ballpark. And I don't think you'll ever eat a ballpark again, but maybe you will. <laughs> I mean, I, it, they, they're a company. They exist. Somebody's got to like it. Maybe your taste buds would fit it. I hope they wouldn't. You are a, a sophisticated soul who I think would enjoy the sophistication of a boar's head dog. Yeah, I'm sure. We usually go all beef. That's all we Always really look for. You know, but... Oh, man, I don't know if ballparks are all beef. They might be. I don't know either. <laughs> either way, if you ever go to the store and you're like, let's get hot dogs, and you see the, the ballpark, and you're like, well, Greg mentioned it, so I'm going to get it. You should get it, but also buy another pack of something else, <laughs> just <Okay>. in case. <laughs> so on that well, this note... This has been Hot Dog Talk. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is hot dog talk with Greg and Sean. No, it's like meat talk. I don't know. I mean, but again, like I said, bolognese are basically hot dogs. So yes, yeah, it's, it's hot dog talk. Yeah, for sure. As you can tell, uh, EJ had some some issues here to round out this episode. So yeah, it's hot dog talk with Sean and, and the Greg man. But uh, Sean, one more time, if you can, let everybody know where they can find you. Give them yep. all the stuff, and again, we'll have all the links in our. Uh, in the bio for the show and everywhere else you, you're listening. Thank you. S E A N A R A W J O dot com. And it's not just Sean.com. That'd be cool if I had that though. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, and two podcasts that are both kind of on hiatus right now. We'll get back to them eventually. Not Movies and Sean and Dave Make Music. These guys have been on Not Movies and Anthony has been on Sean and Dave Make Music. And um, yeah, music lessons. I make ska music. I love ska music. I make and write classical music and uh that stuff you can hire me to play at your wedding if you want to and yeah i'll teach you whatever you want to know there you go that's our our old buddy sean again probably climbing the list uh most frequent guests i would say i know i think uh milo might still have that probably kind of on lockdown yeah you know we had a good stretch where we had milo on a lot you are climbing the ranks and we always love having you sean i hope that i'm the most revered guest you definitely are the most revered guest (laughs) Especially because you only made a couple of me not making TikTok jokes. And there could have been far more. Yeah, yeah. EJ's very salty about it. But again, he's got that leash on too tight. Let me loose. <laughs> yeah, I like that angle that you're playing. <laughs> so much better. Keep- he gave me that angle. That's not even fair. Like, he gave it to me and now I can ride that for at least another two weeks without making a TikTok. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, send your hate mail to <laughs> your- the Gregor man. <laughs> 
Go on the TikTok. Leave me angry messages. Well, if you guys want to get us on any of the socials, it's all at Pod. L-M-A-Y-A-Q pod. That's, uh, yeah, Twitter, Instagram. We have a subreddit. Email us at letmeaskyouaquestionpodcast at gmail.com. It's a lot, but it's there. Uh, you can also call in and leave us a message or send us a text message at 929-352-6173. Go on our website, moot.tv. It hosts all of our episodes as well as our other podcasts, Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, The Derek Dozen, Doesn't, Back Episodes of White Wasabi. You can also click on the donate button on there um, if you just want to give us money, which is always cool. Uh, if you'd like to get something in return but still help the show, you can check out the swag shop. We got t-shirts. We got the Aloha Greg mug. We have the backpack with Alyssa and Anthony inside. That might get us canceled if anybody ever buys one, but it'd be worth it. It would be worth it. Um, I think I hit everything there. Uh, we'll see. I am taking over hosting duties, and I did not start them, so that's that's fun. That seemed pretty thorough. I think I think it was there. I think I got it. I think you got it. I think I nailed it. Uh, I think I forgot to say my TikTok handle again, but that's okay. It's the Scofflutist. Scofflutist, not flautist. Remember yep. it. Oh, flutist, <laughs> not flautist would have been a good one, too. They only let you change it 30 days in a row, so I can't be too indecisive, which is great. It's a great you feature. You start a second one and post videos to both at the same time. Mm, that's a good idea, too. But yeah, as if I have more time in the day that I need to devote to TikTok. <laughs> Definitely not cleaning out your room and moving to Virginia. Yeah. Uh, but again, Sean, thank you so much. And uh, this has been Let Me Ask You a Question. Mood.tv It's flutist. Oh, shit. No DJ. That's coming at you straight from the Jizz Lord, according to our... I don't eat salami anymore.